Testing. 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 Boy, Hello, welcome back to another episode of Boom and Grow. You're listening to Boom and Grow Podcast. How's it going, guys? It's going, you know, that thing be thinging, that going be going. Um, <laughs> Gabby's very tired. Just yeah. finished a milestone for her schooling. Hello. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard you since it. Yes, 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 yes. Louder. Yes, back at it again with another episode. Brought Let's to you by Lady J. Yeah, Jay's yeah. gonna take it away. Actually, it's God who's gonna take this away. Well, yeah, always. God's gonna take this show. Always, always. Right. Um. So, um, any updates? Anything? I mean, anything happened in the news that we want to discuss, or anything pressing on your hearts and minds? That uh, we're back on lockdown. Uh, so I personally feel like, well, obviously we know as Christians, God allows everything. So I think instead of being upset and frustrated, like a lot of people are on social media platforms or even just in conversations, if you're a believer and a child of God, then I think you should stop to see what God wants to do in this, during this time. You've gotten a third opportunity if you live in the same place we live in to, you know, be by yourself and you know reset and focus on what's important you focus on your walk with god and things like that obviously i'm not trying to belittle the the concerns and the challenges that come with a lockdown but yeah we're back in lockdown starting tomorrow so that's the tea yeah and we live in canada in the province of ontario um i know that places all over the world now are going at different like everyone's different like I know the beginning of the pandemic it was I feel like everyone was on the same page more or less like everyone was in lockdown but now we're getting to the point where like countries are and even within countries different areas are advancing very quickly like other people have they have the vaccine and their normal is kind of coming back well not for us (laughs) so um yeah we're just praying that everyone is like Ariel said, going to use this time wisely and tap into what God wants for them, but also praying for, you know, the people who really crave social connection and just like, it's a hard time not being able to really interact socially as much as you would like for those people who crave that, especially as the weather's getting warmer. So we're praying for you. Today we're going to be talking about forgiveness and this is a very, it's a crucial topic for us as believers, but it's also a topic I think that we miss the mark on in quite a bit. So, um, I'm going to ask you guys, what isn't forgiveness? Switching it up a little bit. What isn't forgiveness? What is, forg- or what is not forgiveness, what I guess. What is not forgiveness? Okay. Uh, um, I think forgiveness is not continuing to talk about the hurt and perhaps even how you forgive an ex person or ex scenario. I'll just quickly. Um, s- recently, someone had shared that they were hurt by something that happened 
um, in the past. And like, you know, God dealt with them. They were no longer upset is what they said. Um, but like, even after they, God, quote unquote God, even after they said that God had, you know, allowed them to be freed from the unforgiveness or the hurt or the, you know, offense, whatever, they continued to be like, hey, did you know I was hurt? And I just feel like that's not true forgiveness because forgiveness no longer sees the incident that happened. Like you've just moved on and moved past it. I don't think it's fair to say forgiving someone and continue to talk about how they hurt you in the past because you're not living out in you're not living in forgiveness. You're living in that that place of hurt. Um, you kind of just like stopped moving after they hurt you, even though you claimed to be for you claimed to have forgiven. Mm-hmm. What about you, Gabby? Um, forgiveness is not holding a grudge. Like you can say that you're okay with someone but deep down like even just the thought that person can irk you but you maybe like when you're when it comes down to actually talking to them in person or like interacting with them you can put on a show but like in your heart you have like resentment or just unease like that's not true forgiveness even if you're able to quote unquote resume like your or your there's no real impairment to the relationship that you had from mm-hmm. their perception or from just like a third person point of view but like in your heart if you're still bothered by that person or like irritated or have like some resentment then yeah you're not truly forgiving them i also just want to say now that um i guess one thing that forgiveness isn't forgiveness isn't necessarily reconciliation because you can forgive someone but you have not reconciled meaning and reconciliation speaking to a restoration of relationship essentially and i'm we're not going to get too much into reconciliation in this podcast maybe that's something that we can talk about more in depth for another episode but we're strictly focusing on uh, forgiving and forgiveness in terms of like we're not talking about God's forgiveness to us. Mm. We're talking about forgiving each other on this earth and how we can forgive well. And just like the other episodes that we've had so far in this From the Watering Well series, the concept really is an idea of continuity. So the reality is, I think, another misconception, and I read this I read this online, and it ties into what our beliefs with this whole like series, is that forgiveness is not a one-time activity Mm -hmm. it's actually a continual process and yes that the act of like deciding to forgive may be a one moment Mm -hmm. thing um however you do have to live that out and be intentional about actually continuing to live in forgiveness and i think a lot of people miss that so uh yeah and just to before we continue or actually get into the heart of the podcast why are we even talking about this and why like i mean i know we chose four things and why is forgiveness one of them the reality is forgiveness is one of those things that it's a heaven or hell issue mm-hmm. um yeah maybe if you don't rest well like uh, it's not a heaven or a hell issue oh, rest was a commandment. yeah it's a never mind it's a commandment but like this is something that's super clear in the bible mm-hmm. if you do not forgive other people you will not be forgiven. If you're not forgiven, you're not going 
anywhere where Jesus is. You know what I mean? We so, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You're, I Sorry. Hear you. I was just, don't worry. I was backing Janelle up, hyping her up in the corner. Anyways, <laughs> so the scripture is Matthew six fourteen. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, others of their sins, your Father will not forgive you of your sins. In the this is the NIV, so it's very clear. And we're actually going to read other passages that support this. But that is if if you have any motivation to forgive, let this be your motivation. Okay. All right. So now we're going to look at what forgiveness actually means. Um, cause I do also think there's kind of like misconception there too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, yeah. Biblical definition of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible actually does use different words for forgiveness. Uh, in the old Testament, a lot of times you will see references to the word forgive in the, uh, Hebrew word in the Hebrew mm-hmm. is actually more in reference to like God forgiving us. And so you'll see a lot of things like, um, where is it? Micah, who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over the transgression of the remnant of his heritage. And this is where we get like, he casts our sins into the depths of the sea, as far as the east is from the west, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's talking more about God's forgiveness. Uh, I'm not, Like I said, this podcast is not catered to that. Uh, if anyone is interested in a podcast on God's forgiveness, we can do one. This is strictly between forgiveness between like each other. Uh, so for that, the Greek words are actually what um, applies or the Greek words in the New Testament is what is used a lot for forgiveness between each other, like between um, your friends or your acquaintances, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the word is, um, I can't pronounce it, but it's like afiemi or afulio or whatever. <laughs> The concept basically means to, it's kind, it kind of stemmed out of the culture of forgiving a debt, like a monetary debt. Mm-hmm. So um, actually, we're going to take some time to read this soon, but Jesus actually gave parables about like a servant not being able to pay his debt and the actual monetary amount, like obviously we read things now in with a 2021 mindset, not really with the mindset that was a culture at the time. Mm -hmm. But if we knew how much money that actually equated to, it would be like millions of dollars, like a servant equivalent to like a slave or something who's owing millions and millions of dollars. Like that's impossible to pay off. And the idea of like just releasing that person of the debt, Mm -hmm. releasing them of that or pardoning, pardoning them of that, that's kind of where that root word for forgiveness Mm -hmm. came from. So, um, yeah, so, uh, sorry, I'm, I just lost my, there, okay. So most of the usages of that apoluo word for forgiveness in the New Testament, it related to forgiving someone of the guilt of their crimes or of their debt. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what God used when he's saying you need to forgive your brother 70 times seven or whatever. Um, and one thing that I thought was key here, which I learned for myself, was that the word itself is uh, releasing or freeing someone of the guilt of the wrong and not the wrong itself. So when God forgives the wrongdoer, we can use the analogy of God, 
um, the event of the wrongdoing is not undone. In the same way that, like, if someone does something bad mm-hmm. to us, the thing itself isn't, like, you can't take it back. It happened. Mm-hmm. However, you can let them go of the guilt of that actual wrongdoing. So to forgive, therefore, means essentially to remove the guilt resulting from a wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. Or the, to release that person of the emotions associated with the wrongdoing, if you, if you can generalize. Because you can't change what happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Um... So how what do you guys how do you think biblical forgiveness and I haven't touched on every aspect of forgiveness but just the basic idea of releasing someone and freeing them how do you think that differs from modern day culture's definition of forgiveness I think the difference between the two is the sen- like one is self-centered and one is um more focused on the other person because, like, I just, in terms of what I've seen anyways on social media and different posts about forgiveness, it's more so forgive so that you have a peace of mind. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. you can move on with your life and not carry that whatever incident. But when, as Jay just described, like, the biblical approach is less about you and more so about the other person. Mm-hmm. lift So that God can lift that guilt that they carried with the wrongdoing, which is, like, so counterculture and just points back to the whole Christ culture where we uh, do unto others as we'd want to do to ourselves and just putting, loving our neighbors as ourselves, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just going to quickly go over the parable that um, I mentioned. If one of you want to read Matthew 18, 21 to 35, um, just to, because I, I mentioned it earlier and in, when talking about like the act, how God views unforgiveness and why it's so crucial for us to get this right because it is a hindrance to us. Mm-hmm. We can look at a parable that Jesus used to describe how he would want us to treat each other in terms of like providing forgiveness. So, and then after that, we'll just continue looking at some of the myths about forgiveness mm-hmm. before going into kind of what complete forgiveness would look like. So who has it? Who wants to read? This is the New King James Version. King James. Then Peter came... 21? Mm-hmm. Then, keep, then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to seventy times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he had begun to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed 10,000 talents. But as he was not able to pay his master, but as he was not able to pay, his master commanded that he be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and that that payment be made. The servant therefore fell down before him, saying, Master, have patience with me, and I will pay you all. Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him, and forgave him the debt. But that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii, and he laid his hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you all. And he would not, but he went and threw him into prison till 
he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what had been done, they were very grieved and came and told their master all that had been done. Then his master, after he had called him, said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your ser fellow servant just as I had pity on you? And his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due him. So my heavenly father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses. Like I read that parable earlier this year because it was one of on one of our like Bible reading plans. And I was just like, well, like God is very clear and he's very, very clear about how he feels about forgiveness and how it looks when we who all of us are broken, all of us are flawed, but for the mercies of God and but for his salvation and his Holy Spirit living within us that empowers us to live above sin. Like he gave all of us forgiveness, every single one of us. It's Good Friday. We're recording this and he yeah. sacrificed himself mm -hmm. so that we could be able to go to him at any time. Be like, God, you know, like mm -hmm. I messed up. God, mm -hmm. save me. God, like he did that for us and he's God. And we're like nothing in comparison to him. How much more than like, and when you compare the fact that he gave his forgiveness so freely mm -hmm. to us and he hates sin, mm -hmm. when someone else does something wrong to us, who are we <laughs> to deny them of the gift that we freely got, right. you know? So, and he says that person, the person who does that, like that person is going to be tormented essentially. Mm -hmm. That's what happened to the per the guy in the parable who's like, I need my money back after he was pardoned um, by the king, you know? So people, we often like, I just don't think many times we grasp that really, like we really understand it in the church because we hear it so many times. Yeah, we know we're supposed to forgive 77, blah, blah, blah. But like, no, it's so crucial for us to make sure that we're living in forgiveness mm -hmm. continually because God sees that, like that's an offense to him. He's like, how dare you? Like, how dare you withhold something that I freely gave to you and I'm God. Right. So um, that is it. That's a key parable, something that you should read and keep reading. If you just, if you're struggling with forgiveness, mm -hmm. like people, here's the thing, like, Broken, pe broken people and hurt people hurt people. We're all humans. We all mess up. We've all probably hurt someone. Mm -hmm. That's facts. That's just like the facts of life. Mm -hmm. And no matter what you've gone through, no matter what someone has done to you, no matter how terrible that thing is, it does not compare to what we have done to God. Mm -hmm. And he gave us forgiveness regardless. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, um, I think I have a quote here. It says that, um, yeah, so when you release the wrongdoer from the wrong, you actually cut a malignant tumor out of your inner life. Oh. You set a prisoner free, but you discover that the real prisoner was yourself. Because what we often don't realize is like, first of all, many times people don't know if they've hurt you mm -hmm. or they don't know the extent to which yeah. they've hurt you. Yeah. And once even if they know they've hurt you they move on with their life you know it's not like they're living like oh my gosh i hurt this person and they're carrying that weight but the person who's hurt carries that weight and it gets worse it gets it's almost like a 
an infection that just continues to grow and grow if you don't deal with it like you Mm -hmm. carry that and you become bitter you become so like judging of like interactions with human beings other human beings because you're afraid of being hurt again or like you keep projecting your hurt on from like another situation onto every other relationship or Mm -hmm. like future encounters and you end up really just kind of ruining your own life and ruining opportunities that god would want to have um manifest in your life because you are still stuck in this moment of hurt and like unforgiveness and it's it does damage to you but the other person most of the time is is living fine is living fine like they're okay Mm-hmm. So it, it's important to realize that forgiveness is hurting you more than it is the other person. Mm-hmm. And why would you do that to yourself? Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Unforgiveness. <laughs> Thank you. Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. So some other myths that I'll ask you guys your opinion on that I, I found some myths about forgiveness. So forgiveness is actually not forgetting. Although like sometimes people might think that in order to really forgive someone you have to forget the offense what do you think um i originally would have said i disagree but i do get what it's saying because i think a lot of times we delay the process of like forgiving someone because we believe that we have to truly forget the incident completely before or like we can't truly live in a place of forgiveness until we've forget, forgotten the incident. The time has lost. Yeah, you know, we have to, like, wait this time. Or I think it's more powerful, however, when there's, like, a sting. You see the person and there's a sting that comes with the situation. But still, you're like, God, I want you to allow me to live in a place of forgiveness. Release this person from the wrongdoing that they did and the guilt. Um, because, like, at the end, they were human. It's impossible to truly forget um but like what I had to do with my own life for different things I wanted to you know God help me forgive uh individuals and just situations that had happened I asked God you don't have to necessarily erase the thing from my memory but erase the sting and then allow me to uh forgive and walk in forgiveness and live in forgiveness so I I agree what do you think Gabby any thoughts on that um yeah I agree I just I feel like forgiveness is more of a discipline like you have to choose not to entertain those thoughts like like Ari said you may not ever necessarily be able to erase those memories Mm -hmm. from your mind but you do have control over what you choose to dwell on in your mind Mm -hmm. so yes like something might come up and you might remember oh this person did this to me but you have power over whether or not you entertain those Mm -hmm. thoughts and like rehash all those memories and Mm -hmm. all the feelings associated with it so like yeah it's so i guess it can it depends on how you interpret it because it can be it can be forgetting because you're choosing not to give power to those memories and probably over time just because you're not thinking about them as much then to some extent you start to forget the details anyways yeah and something that i like i read this and i was like whoa I literally never really thought about it like that. But, like, they're basically saying that, yes, forgiving and for- forgiveness is not forgetting. It's a nice saying, but highly misleading. First of all, God does not forget. 
notwithstanding what you think Jeremiah 31, 34 is saying, for I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sin no more. This language of the prophet is a metaphor, a word picture designed to emphasize God's gracious determination and resolve not to hold us liable for our sin. He has canceled the debt and will never demand payment. If God could literally forget, it would undermine the truth of his omniscience. And I was like, whoa. I never thought about it like that. That's but true. I think well, the point of what that person is saying aligns with Gabby and Ari in the sense that he's choosing to, it's like a choice he makes to put it out of his mind, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Like you can't, the reality is psychologically it is impossible for us to just be like, okay, I'm just going to forget <laughs> because I forgive you. Mm-hmm. However, like they're saying, it's a choice you make to practical steps if the thought comes to like ariel said one pray to ask god to remove the sting and the emotions associated Mm -hmm. with the memory but two you can don't Mm -hmm. dwell on the memory you know like the memory the memory will come 100 percent, and it will come especially in the beginning Mm -hmm. but you can always drive it out we have the authority like we have the authority to speak over ourselves exactly and speak over our mind casting out every thought that is not in alignment with who Mm -hmm. god is you know, and then eventually over time, because we don't dwell on it and it just gradually by default, we forget things as human beings, you know, mm-hmm. but it's not forgiveness isn't tied to forgetting yeah. because like Ariel said, if you're waiting to forget something before you forgive, <laughs> well, that, that's not how it works. No. <laughs> that is not how it works. And no, no, no. yeah, that's not the point is not that the point is not that you have to forget the wrongdoing. The point is to just release the person regardless. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is the point. And in that act, you give more glory to God because mm-hmm. it goes against everything in our humanity yeah. and our culture. Exactly. Because here's the other thing too that I just thought about. But like, even if like, I, I just, I, it blows my mind now thinking about it. But God forgave us seeing that we would like sin in the future. future. Mm-hmm. Like, right. That's Even so if true. he quote unquote forgot the sins of the past, he saw I, me messing up thousands of years in the line. It's like, I'm still going to forgive you. I'm oh. still going to offer forgiveness. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So don't the memory or the <laughs> the thought of the thing, the bad thing that happened should not stop you from like um, giving forgiveness to that person. Well, just to add on that point a lot of times we forgive people like we're saying oh i forgive you so you don't do it again or like you're not gonna do it again um but just based on what jay said like if we look at god that's not the example that's laid out in scripture um and if we are truly supposed to replicate Mm -hmm. christ it's i think it's quite silly and obviously like i get it in your humanity because i've been into it's like okay i'll forgive you but don't hurt me again yeah but like (laughs) that's not true forgiveness forgiveness is like i'll forgive you in this moment i'll forgive you for future wrongs that may occur and by the way that's not like you shouldn't be counting down oh yeah or a paper like the reality is someone probably isn't going to be hurting you that many times the idea was like Okay, that is uh, yeah, yeah uncountable amount of times <laughs> like unconditionally you need to forgive someone no matter how many times yeah okay the other one is forgiving someone does not mean you no longer feel the pain of their offense like ariel said it's true especially in the beginning like just if you make a decision say god okay i'm truly going to forgive this person and that's the thing i need to reiterate this this is an, in alignment with repentance as well. We could talk about that another time. But it's a choice that you make. Right. It's not an emotion. Like, yes, you can feel emotions because your flesh is like everything against... Forgiveness is everything against your fleshly mm-hmm. desires. Right. Like, you don't want to release someone when they've hurt you. That's mm-hmm. like, it's against your humanity. 
But um, what was I saying? I lost my train of thought. The pain, no longer feeling the pain for um, the incident when you forget. Yeah, so like the, in the beginning, you're definitely going to feel it. And you're going to feel it until but you have to make the choice anyway, that no matter through no matter what pain I'm feeling, I'm making the decision to release you. Mm-hmm. And that takes time. It takes time for that pain that's associated with offense to go away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that's so true. I feel like we make a lot of our decisions based off of our emotions. Yeah. And like, that's what, when we get into trouble. Like, well, I don't feel like praising God mm-hmm. today, so I'm not going to praise God. Well, no, that's not what the Bible says. It says with everything that... It, like everything that has mm-hmm. bre- ha- has breath every should be wake up. praising mm-hmm. God, and you have breath every single day of your life on your good days and your bad days. So you mm-hmm. should be praising God, even if you don't feel like, even if you feel hurt. That mm-hmm. isn't. That's not like a get out of jail card. Card, yeah. and all of a sudden you, you're not required to forgive. Like it's irrespective of the emotions that we have. Yeah, mm-hmm. good point, Jay. Hmm. Um. My screen died. Okay. All right. So the other one is forgiving someone who has sinned against you doesn't mean you cease longing for justice. And this one is a good one too. Like I this is I think this is more so maybe for some serious offenses and hurts. Mm-hmm. Um and even in the light of let's say in the light of like all of the racial tension and the things that happened last year, um in the states primarily but it really started a conversation i would say globally um the reality is it's not wrong to want justice period Mm -hmm. there's many scriptures backing that up and god is a god of justice he wants us to also want that as his children and to pray for that Mm -hmm. and um however the key is, and this is Romans 12, verse 19, Beloved, never avenge yourselves, mm-hmm. but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance exactly. is mine. Mm-hmm. I will repay, says the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so with things that are more hurtful, I'd say like things like if you've experienced any kind of like really bad injustice and you find it hard to forgive um, that person and he's like, because you know, like, obviously, you know that you know that what that person did was wrong. Like, I don't know if you were abused as a child or, like, you had some serious, like, racial things done to you and your family. Mm-hmm. Someone died as a result. You know, like, things mm-hmm. that, like, are just so terrible. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that, you know, you just want justice for, for that thing that happened to you or your family. Mm-hmm. And that's not wrong for you to want justice. However, God is still requiring that we forgive. And he says that you should turn, you let go that desire for yourself or like your desire to carry out justice to yourself you leave it in the hands you leave it in the hands of god right which is key because uh, i think all the times you can put that people can push and that we've been there last year it's like we want justice we want justice (laughs) and there is a balance because we also need to stand up and fight for it however at the end of the day vengeance is the lord's he will repay and if it's doing you more harm than good you need to let it go. Mm-hmm. Okay, forgiveness does not mean you are to make it easy for the offender to hurt you again. Thoughts? Oh my gosh, hundred <laughs> percent. I I oh, think no. I've seen a lot of times where, you know, people think they're like, oh, I've forgiven you, but then they continue to like walk down the same path, same trap. You know, no one. I think a lot of people when they get hurt, they never they fail to assess the situation from both sides and see what they did to perpetuate 
X person's behavior because you someone will only hurt you as much as you allow them to, right? Like, yeah, you you can be upset. In someone, I mean, well, yes, sorry, mm-hmm. I don't want to say a blanket no. statement, but like for the situation, like the lighter situations, or let's say like friendships or whatever, like you do in some case, most cases, or to some extent, set the precedent of how you should be treated in your relationships. So when we're saying, yeah, I forgive you. We never really, or we sometimes fail to look at what we did to, you know, mm-hmm. cause this to That's so true. carry out. And then we we think we've it's forgiven vic- them. That and- comes back to the victim mentality mm-hmm. we talked about maybe last week or the week before. Yeah. You, healing well. Yeah, healing well. Like, the reality is mm-hmm. it takes two to tango a lot of the times. I'm not mm-hmm. saying for every situation that you've yeah. been hurt for, mm-hmm. but it's worth analyzing and seeing what you did in the situation mm-hmm. that may have like caused or like perpetuated the offense and what you can do differently to avoid if it you know that's possible Mm -hmm. especially when you're noticing repeat patterns of hurt like at some point if the same situation if you're encountering the same situation where you're the one that's getting hurt chances are there's something in you that you need to introspect um and deal with yeah 100 percent um, and then forgiveness, I mentioned this earlier, is is not it's not a one time climatic event. It's like it's a lifelong process a lot of the times. Um, and basically, OK, so there will undoubtedly be a moment and act when you decisively choose to forgive. And it will be a highly emotional and spiritually intense and bring immediate relief, a sense of release and freedom. But that doesn't necessarily mean you'll never need to do it again. You may need every day Mm -hmm. to reaffirm to yourself your forgiveness to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Every time you see the person, you may need to say, self, remember that you forgave so-and-so. And I think this is so powerful. And I can say I'm definitely, I have lived that. Like, having gone through in recent times, like, being hurt by someone and then saying Actually, for for the first first of all, I am not the kind of person who's like, oh, I don't, I don't struggle with unforgiveness, blah blah blah. Because in gen- generally speaking, I really don't. It's not something that I've ever. Some people have more difficulty with it than others, mm-hmm. but in this particular scenario, um, God just revealed to like I was just praying and I'm like, hey Lord, you know, just like pour everything out. It was in one of those phases, was like, hey, just take everything out, like. Mm-hmm. I even if I'm saying that like I don't have any unforgiveness, like show me. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was in the same prayer, but in another prayer I was asking God to like search my heart and just like show me the areas that, you know, that just don't align with you or what needs to be fixed. Like just mm-hmm. take it out. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, Pray for this person. He didn't say anything else. He just said, Pray for the person. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, in that moment, I felt so much resistance. And that's when I knew, I knew yeah. that I had unforgiveness mm-hmm. because why would I have resistance to pray for someone? Yeah. And not just that, God was like, pray for blessings because I can, it's one thing to be like, yeah, I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to pray that they get the, I'm going to pray that they get trials. I get, so yeah. I pray that the they person, go through yeah. the less blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no, God said to pray for blessings. He really yeah. came from my neck and I was like, and it was one of the hardest prayers I had to pray. <laughs> But it got that in that moment, God was showing me, you have unforgiveness. That's what you you pray for those and you bless them that hurt you. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And that's not a natural thing. Mm-hmm. God is calling us to that as his believers and as people who aim, like 
conf- like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Imitators. Yes, as mm-hmm. people who are supposed to imitate him, mm-hmm. he wants us to do that, and that's not an easy thing to do because no. in our humanity, it's eye for eye, tooth for tooth. You know. Yeah. So we're very transactional. Yeah, it's yeah. it was very hard for me to do that in that moment, but it was eye opening, and the reality is. I I totally agree with this. It's like every time, especially if the person is still in your life and they're going to be in your life and you, it's not like you can leave, <laughs> you know what I mean? Every time that you see that person, it's going to be, at least for the beginning, it's going to be a trigger. And you have to remind yourself, I chose to forgive this person. Right. I forgave this person. I'm going to walk in that forgiveness. You know what that means to like practical steps? If that person comes to your mind, pray for them yeah and if you are tempted maybe to like say like i don't know say you hear something good about that person or even or you could hear something bad about that person and maybe your initial reaction or thought is not actually in alignment with what god would want you to say like maybe like god deserves serve them right or you're like oh why did they have to get that you know like you can check those things in your in your head. I've done that mm-hmm. so many times. I've checked mm-hmm. things in my thoughts. And what I profess in, also in my mouth That's is, good. I'm happy for them. Mm-hmm. God yeah. is good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, that is great. Amazing. Like, you so speak. True. You Verbalize speak. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speak life and speak yeah. what you know God wants you to speak. And trust me. It will become your reality. It will become your reality. So, I, th- sorry. Sorry, that's pretty much it. I was just going to say I like this point especially because I think it translates well to um, self-forgiveness. Like having, I've been at the place where I struggle to forgive myself. Um, But the same principles apply like, you know, waking up in the morning when you're like, oh my gosh, how could I blah, 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 whatever the situation is, whatever the reason for the unforgiveness that you hold towards yourself is, you can profess the same things. Like anytime you feel hurt or upset or just you know angry with yourself for different things you may have done you can profess like no i'm forgiven first and foremost by god and if god forgives me who am i to withhold forgiveness for myself Mm -hmm. and then profess that no i've chosen to live in this forgiveness so i really like that last this last point that jay um kind of just touched on here because it really applies to forgiving yourself um because I know with lots of conversations about forgiveness, we love to talk about, like, relationships, but it's not so often that we talk about self-forgiveness. If we do, we just quickly touch on it. But everything said applies to that as well. Yeah, I would say that that's a, also, I would say, a whole other topic. Because that one, in my opinion, I would say is harder than forgiving someone else. And it 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 can have some deep roots man yeah. mm-hmm. and it can perpetuate guilt it's and shame it's terrible like honestly been there <laughs> been there done that, that. Yeah. but we like it's good it's a good point though regardless if you are struggling with unforgiveness towards yourself practice the same things that we're saying mm-hmm. it really does help and i'm just going to read a few um points about diagnosing unforgiveness because like i said before in my own testimony I personally didn't think I had unforgiveness, you know? Mm. And I would encourage you, pray that prayer. I stand, I stand, I stand, I stand. If you are a Christian, you always need to be open mm. to evaluation. You always need to be yes. like, you always need to be like, you know what? Like, I don't think so, but mm. God, yes, here's the, the door. Because the reality is, like, I don't know how many times I have to say this, mm-hmm. but we're human beings. We mess up. We fall short. We also don't have the insight. We can't see inside ourselves. We can't see to the inner depths of our soul. Mm-hmm. God can. 
God can. And we always have to be open to allow God to show us where he wants to work in us and what we are flawed in. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't think that you have unforgiveness, I encourage you take a moment now. I'm going to read a few things. And if you, if any of these things feel uncomfortable, like maybe you feel a little like, oof, you know, (laughs) then just be like, you know what, God, show me, show me where I'm holding on forgiveness and please help me to overcome this. Okay. So I find myself holding grudges and maybe not just to the person who um, committed the offense to you, but maybe to other people as well. I find myself holding grudges because the reality is you start to project to other relationships. Mm-hmm. I retreat into isolation from others. I erupt in anger or I boil on the inside. I have a lot of anger on the inside and that could manifest in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And maybe you might even start to be having like physical symptoms. You could be having migraines you could be having like anxiety. You, like it could really be manifested in a, diff- a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. I think of ways to get even with others who have hurt me. Mm. I bury the wrongs done to me without really addressing them. This mm. huge. Oh my God, don't get me started. Huge. Avoidance. Huge. Like it's That's important so to deal with whatever wrongs happen, whatever offenses come, you have to deal with them. You can't just bury them. Been there. I feel like this is a huge one because I don't know. And you wouldn't necessarily link it to unforgiveness. You would just be like, well, it's fine. I'm brushing it off. Yeah. No worries. You didn't. It's fine. Like, I don't think, don't worry. Don't sweat it. Mm -hmm. But if -hmm. you're not, like Jay said, dealing with that. If it's not coming out, it will fester Mm -hmm. and manifest as unforgiveness. He has something to say? Sorry. No, I was just going to say that one's huge because, like, I, anyways, for when I was younger growing up, I remember both our parents were like, oh, it's fine, just brush it up. Like, it's, they, it was almost like if you're not saying anything, it's better than to say something. Like, mm. it's a sign of true <laughs> forgiveness to not say anything. And so, like, I honestly still to this day struggle with avoidance and just, like, ignoring things. Mm-hmm. When I know that's not good because eventually, like, like Jay was saying, like, you'll just be doing something to manifest in different ways. Like, you may not realize you're angry, but you're, like, so, tense. you know, tense mm-hmm. or, like, short fuse or, like, irritable or blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. But, like, there's so many things that you just did not say or you bottled up rather than addressing or taking it to God. Because I think, like, especially old church culture to show emotions and your humanity it was like a sign of weakness to god like you're supposed mm-hmm. to be spiritual at all times mm-hmm. but like god is not phased when we come to him we're like hey god this hurt or this is this yeah. is what's up you know so mm-hmm. like just read songs yeah it's a perfect example <laughs> david was always so raw david was the drink yeah. of the bible i'm dead um <laughs> I would take that moment to say also, like, yes, go to God first. But this is why it's so important to have solid friendships and solid support systems. And we mentioned, we had a previous podcast that talked about um, healthy friendships. If you haven't listened to that, you can go listen to that after this. But honestly, it really does help to sometimes, and it, it depends. I'm not saying for all situations and, you know, all people, but it helps to be able to talk things out and to have a safe space to just talk through you're hurt talk through your feelings and have someone who is sound like you know hopefully someone else who is um 
Christian and, you know, believes the same things you believe and has the same beliefs about forgiveness that can help be there for you and maybe help keep you accountable. Also just to pray for you, to support Mm. you because keeping things towards yourself ain't it, especially if it's hurt things like it really does it, it can, it can stay hidden for a while, but it will come up. Trust Mm. me. Um, all right. I pity myself and that kind of connects with, um, unforgiveness towards yourself. I carry pity mentality. Yeah, the pity mm-hmm. mentality. I carry bitterness and anger against those who have offended me or willfully wronged me. Instead of stating the truth, I make excuses for those who have hurt or wronged me. I often feel sorry for myself. Victim mentality. On occasion, I think I'm some kind of martyr. <laughs> That's huge. <laughs> that is huge. I don't think you would wow. necessarily connect that to unforgiveness at first, but like, I it, think it is directly linked because that means that you're conscious of all the times that yeah. some people yeah, really or other keeping people, a track. You're keeping right, a track. Right, right, like, oh, I have experienced so much. Yeah, and, these um, people always. This always pain. happens. To this me. always happens to me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like nobody has had it as bad as me. When I get around someone who has hurt me, I want to completely ignore them. Underline that one. (laughs) (laughs) And here's the thing. Like, I I know I said we're not talking about reconciliation in this, but I just want to make this clear that when you do forgive someone, there is some sort of restoration in the sense that you're not going to – you're not ignoring that person – you're not going to avoid that person. Mm-hmm. You're still going to show the love of Christ to that person. That means you, if you're, if you still have to talk to them and stuff, you are showing them love. Mm-hmm. If you still have to talk to that person, it means you're showing them love in your conversation. You're being a good acquaintance or friend to that person. Mm-hmm. You are still loving them as how Christ would want you to love them. Mm-hmm. And so there is that aspect of like reconciliation maybe it's not like the relationship might not be the same exact same as it was before but you are required yeah depending on the situation like i'm not going to get into all of that right now but you are required to show the love of god so Mm -hmm. ignoring someone not speaking to them being short with them avoiding them no that's not it yeah, because the love of God, imagine God was short with you, actively sought out his enemies. <laughs> so, like, there's really no room for any of what Janelle just mentioned. Mm-hmm. I insulate and protect myself behind a wall of defensiveness. Ooh. I do not trust others. Ooh. And you see the thing, this is why forgiveness is, unforgiveness is so painful and like i had a quote saying um basically that where is it most of the ground that satan gains in the lives of christians is due to unforgiveness a christian guy said that um and i was like whoa it's true it's so true oh my goodness and it stays so hidden that's a thing Mm -hmm. like it really stays hidden a lot of the times and you don't realize that the reality is if you don't deal with the offenses if you don't deal with the hurt you carry on with you in life and it will manifest in some other way or shape or form. And it's it affects true. your future relationships. Mm-hmm. It affects your opportunities. Like I said, as a believer or just in the world, it affects, it really does continue to affect it's your true. life. Mm-hmm. No matter what, if you don't deal with it. Wow. So literally, I will know people who have been hurt. 
they've been beat down mm-hmm. and they have legitimate reasons to be hurt. Yeah. Obviously, it was no a bad one's thing. saying that like something hurt bad, is legit, like you yeah, know. Right, something right. bad happened to them. It wasn't nice. I get it. You know, it hurts. It it feels bad. But then they allowed that to make them not trust people mm. and not it also made them like isolate themselves mm-hmm. in an attempt to protect themselves from being hurt again mm-hmm. but in doing that they ended you up missing out yeah, yeah you you've ruined. given you've given room to the enemy 100 mm-hmm. percent. yeah next i just cannot forgive i am angry with god for allowing bad things to happen to me I act like nothing happened instead of confronting issues that have hurt me. Okay, next thing is how do I know if I have a grudge with a person? So again, if any of these things have triggered you, I encourage you go to God and pray about it. We, You have to let it go. It's not worth it. It really is not worth it. All right, how do you know if you have a grudge with a person? I cannot get over my past. I have fake conversations with them in my head. Ooh. <laughs> oh, wow. Ooh. No, that wasn't fake. I don't be doing that. I don't yes. waste my brain so long. No, no, I've definitely been in the shower having conversations with if people. If only I could yeah. have said this. Mm-hmm. Talking back. I'm like, I would have said this back to you. <laughs> You're lucky. Right? Um, I avoid them at all costs, or when I do see them, I wish I could hide. Hmm. I compare myself to them. I dismiss them. I'm constantly looking for ammunition to gossip about this person's life. They did it to me. Now I get to do it to oh them. Oh my goodness. Whoa. Whew. What did I say about justice is the Lord's? <laughs> Vengeance is the Lord's. Yeah. But not only that, God requires us to love your brother or love each other as you would love yourself. Okay, let's just pause. Sorry, I just wish people who have this mindset would realize the minute you start to behave like them, you are just not become like them. if you were so mm-hmm. pressed yeah. by what they did to you, why would you want to be the same as them? You know, it doesn't make sense. They're like they hurt the me, so let liar. me just be as bad as they are. It's like okay, now you're on the same page as them. now you're the you're the. But that's why hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. Like it actually it's doesn't make cycle. sense though. People like obviously, it's, cycle. it's so like true. psychological. And, but it's quite silly. We get so pressed, we get so angry, so upset. That Every they hurt single us. time, they don't realize that they're being, and then you start to be exactly like them. They're and being hypocritical. Like, yeah, yeah. forgiveness is so hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. I've seen it too many times. Yeah, it's true. I was talked about, so you talk about them, you don't realize they're being hypocritical. Or I was hurt this way and I was judged, so you I'm are now, you're overcritical. And like, you don't realize you're judging the other people or other people in general who may not have hurt you, but now you become like, oh no, they're going to do this to me. Or they're going to do that to me. Mm-hmm. Or this, but you're judging them. Yeah. You're like, before they even, even have, before they even have an opportunity you you've already made to show decision. differences. Yeah. You've already made a decision. Mm-hmm. You've already been judgmental about their behavior. So it really just, it breeds this cycle um so you really so or now, you or you walk around with that hurt mm-hmm. and people you know people people aren't blind they see like when you're so insecure when you're bitter people can see that and 100%. it's a repellent mm-hmm. so you just become a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. prophecy because no one wants to be around someone that is bitter mm-hmm. that is negative mm-hmm. that is just dragging their feet and sad eyes sunken yeah. downtrodden in their soul and then you just 
become everything that or that I mean, you attract everything though. that you were carrying and yeah. running away from that is huge and i don't think a lot of people realize that like it's actually like unforgiveness has a stench and it stinks and no one wants to be around it so when like gabby said when you are hurt and you have this perception of how people because of one bad experience you're like oh this is how everyone's gonna see me you repel people and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy and i don't Mm -hmm. think people realize that like you want if you're truly desiring change or desiring connection or desiring blah 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 like you have to position yourself in a way that attracts people but then also it's so funny it's like once you start to go down the spiral of hypocrisy not only now do you have to come to god asking god to help you forgive the person now you have to ask god for forgiveness so you have more things to carry towards god (laughs) yeah i'm not saying god is upset or like worried about how many things you bring to him but it's just now you have more things unnecessary things to come to god and talk to him about sorry um, so I can't stress this enough, honestly, is that if you, for a second, maybe you were listening to this the whole time and you still think that, you know, you don't have a problem, just go to God anyway. Say, God, if there is any unforgiveness in my heart towards X, Y, and Z, or like, I don't even know. Maybe it's like, God, I don't even know if there's someone that I have unforgiveness to, but maybe some of the things that were spoken about today uh jumped out at me or you know made me feel a little uncomfortable or even if nothing made you feel uncomfortable god because we can become numb yeah we can become numb Mm -hmm. as well and And you can and you can convince yourself of of a lie it's true you can continually say i forgive and i forgive and i'm forgiven until you believe that you have when you haven't and so we say god i need your divine clarity in this moment i need you to come down i'm willing first of all if you're not willing start there god please make me willing but god Mm -hmm. i'm desperate for you i'm desperate to be more like you i don't want to live in any sort of bondage Mm -hmm. i want complete freedom Mm -hmm. in my life and over my life so god i pray that you will in this moment please search my heart search the deepest darkest parts of me and show me what you need me to deal with i don't want unforgiveness in my life i don't want to be held back from that and the reality is, um, I don't know if someone can find that scripture too, but it's like if you don't forgive, then God doesn't hear your prayers. If you are carrying on forgiveness, you're limiting the answers to your prayers being carried out. Because God talks about that. He's like, if you don't forgive your brother, I'm not forgiving you. And you, when you are living, if God is not forgiving you of the things that you're doing, and we sin almost every day, yeah, we're pretty human. much, we're human, that actually hinders your prayers and your connection to God. Mm-hmm. So you're hindering your own walk with God. You're hindering the, all the prayers. He's like, God, I want you to heal my family. I want you to do this for me. I want you to bless me. Those are all being hindered. Mm-hmm. And like I said from the beginning, bigger than anything else, this is a heaven or hell issue. If you do not get it right, there's so many people who at the day of judgment when God comes mm-hmm. and he's come for the people who have followed him and have, have really given their lives to him completely, you're just not going to be one of those people. No matter how much you say that you love God, but you didn't do this simple thing. Mm-hmm. You did not live in forgiveness mm-hmm. and you did not live in forgiveness well. And if God did not, like I said, I reread the scripture. If you don't forgive someone, God will not forgive you. And if you're not forgiven, it means you're still carrying the weight of sin. And if you're carrying the weight of sin, you can't make it into heaven because there's no sin there. Yeah. So for at the very, at the very least, 
forget everything else. If you want to make sure that your soul is right with God, mm-hmm. it is more than worth it to just ask God, Lord, show me if I have unforgiveness, even if you yeah. think you don't. Mm-hmm. It's worth it for the sake of your salvation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that you should ever delay because our days are not guaranteed. Yeah, our time on earth is not guaranteed. So that's why we did this podcast episode on forgiving well. It's key. And if you don't take any, taking another thing that's major to take away, sorry, is that it is a continual process. Mm-hmm. So don't be discouraged if after or right after, a couple weeks after a major hurt or whatever, you're still having a hard time. Mm-hmm. Like it's something you have to continually make mm-hmm. a decision to live in and to ask God for the strength for. And to like Ariel said, Ariel gave you tips earlier about praying that the memory doesn't come with the emotions and then also kicking out the thoughts that mm-hmm. will come that are not in alignment with what God wants you to do, which is to bless the person, pray for the person, love the person, mm-hmm. say positive and good things. Um, and like I said, turn to God and get find support with other people as well. If you need accountability, do whatever you have to do, but make sure that you are living in forgiveness and you are forgiving well. Anyone mm-hmm. else has anything to say? Yeah, just that um, it's a work of the Holy Ghost. Yep. So if you're trying to do this in and of your own strength and ability. It's not possible. Uh, teaser is it's never going to work out <laughs> just because that's not how we're wired as humans. Mm. Like th- it's a God thing. Forgiveness is a God thing. And he modeled it perfectly. And so that means that every time when we're in positions that we will need to forgive people we will need the help of god so yeah if you're feeling like it's a struggle you might it might be because you've been trying to do this in enough yourself um but just partner with god and he will lighten that load and he'll reward your diligence in praying like ari said um to yeah yes um yeah that's pretty much it i hope that that ministered or blessed someone um just encouraging you all to uh sorry what was i gonna say oh right replacing you need to replace your unforgiveness with forgiveness and with the love of god so um if you still have to have relationships with people, just make sure that you're showing them the love of God and you aren't ignoring or avoiding anyone as well. And that is all for this episode. We will catch you next time. You have anything to say, Miss Ari? Happy Good Friday. Jesus loves you and he died to forgive your sins so you could forgive others. Amen. Amen. Amen.